Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to me to go over everything on this podcast. Before I get into the show, I need to go over some corrections from last week's episode, which was the part two of the countdown. So I realized that I did the numbers wrong because part one was 10 through 6, and then part 2 was also 10 through 6. I don't know how I didn't notice that the entire time, but it didn't help because I put my, in the notepad that I write in, you know, where I put my notes, I put 10 through 6. So I threw myself completely off, and that should have been 5 through 1, and the craziest moment was WPLJ and Gotham. So I apologize for that. I'm such a friggin' squid. And that wasn't the only mistake. I also said that I worked for Radio 103.5, and that's wrong. I, you know, for as long as I worked there, I still didn't get the, the radio station right. It's 103.9. That was under the umbrella that I worked for at Cumulus. Ay, 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 ay. You know, I only worked there for, what, a year? Two years? It's crazy. I'm like an old, old, senile woman. And also, this is crazy. Last week was a misadventure, to be honest with you. And uh, when we were talking about being on air, they literally, in the audio that I put there, said, oh, this is Mary Grace's first time on air. And then I said, I think that was the second time on air. Because the stripping was the first. They definitely just said that was the first time, and that was the first time. My second time was about the stripping class. Call me Shamu because somebody needs to throw me back into the ocean. So since last week was part two of the top 10 countdown, I didn't really get to talk about what's been going on because it's been a crazy time for me lately. It's been a tough couple of weeks. So two weeks ago, I was getting dropped off and it was like maybe like one in the morning, right? And I was in the bathroom And it sounds like somebody's playing hide-and-seek with walkie-talkies in my backyard. So then, I'm- I go to the- to the foyer. It's not a foyer. I live in the hood. It's just a big window. That's definitely just a large window. But I- I like to call it the foyer. You know, make things, uh, make it sound exquisite, you know? So I go to the large window, and I'm looking out there, and- there's one cop car, then another cop car, then another cop car, then another cop car. And they're all like on the corner of my block, but I can see it from my window. And then, then I get my sister up because I'm nervous and I don't want to be the only one awake while some kind of shenanigan is happening outside of my door. And I wake her up and I tell her, come on, let's lock all the doors. Let's make sure all the windows are locked because... That is the protocol. That is the protocol. So then 
so the cops they were all parked like on the corner and they have their lights on and then then i see the police come out four or five four or five police officers with flashlights and they're checking like by the backyards across the street so that's terrifying that's terrifying and i was running around making sure all the doors are locked all the windows were locked my bird was safe in its cage so i'm like <sighs> because i'm running around the house so that was terrifying but then what was even more terrifying is that i looked down at my feet and i realized i have cankles and if you don't know what cankles are those are muffin tops for your legs and I have them. And then after I got over the realization that I have cankles, I was, my eyes were peeking over the foyer. You know, just, just my eyes, like Ubi, like Ubi the hand with the eyes. That's what I look like. Just watching what was going on outside. Because if somebody's running around, I'm not trying to be seen by them. And then the cops like did a U-turn into my driveway, like, like backed into it. And they were so close to hitting my car. And then they flew off. They flew off like 50 miles per hour. And uh, because on the walkie-talkie, they're like, hey, we, we got we got, some, we got something. We got him. Something like that. And they drove off. And I still don't know what happened. So I live every day in fear. But I guess it's better to... I mean, it's always important to be aware of your surroundings versus not being aware of your surroundings. Because then you have some kind of expectation. You have an idea of what to do if something goes wrong. So, I'm just, like, walking the streets with, like, my kung fu hands ready. So, if somebody's going to mess with me. I took five self-defense classes at Groupon. Those kickboxing classes. Too bad I was thinking about the buffet and jokingly fighting my friends. Because if shit hits the fan, I'm just going to kick and punch all at the same time and see what happens. But the reason I think I'm forming kinkles is because of my job. Because, the, like, I have a job that's very physical and I'm, my, I'm on my feet eight hours a day. So, you know, your girl's going to have to get them bobopedics. Them sketches bobopedics. But who has $50 for sketches? I don't. I don't. I used to get all my shoes from Payless. I love them bootlegged shoes. I love them. I wore them all the time. And they were great. Great price. But I'm probably just going to be the first 23-year-old, you know, that wears Skechers Bobopedics. And you know what? If they're going to be like a mattress for my feet, then I'm getting them. Another sad occurrence was when I had to look for a dress for some kind of event I was going to. And I have a go-to dress that also happens to be my junior prom dress. But that was Old Faithful. Like, even though it's from junior prom, not junior prom when I was, like, a child, junior prom, like, high school junior prom, that was always, like, my go-to dress. If I had nothing, it was cute, and it always fit. It was, like, a peplum, so it was perfect, and I was looking for it, and then I was so happy I found it, and then I damn near busted out of that bitch. Like, I was like Lou Ferrigno when he gets angry, but I wasn't angry. I was just sad. Like, you know when you want something to fit so bad and then you sort of kind of make concessions for it and you're like, oh, you know, it's okay, you know? It, it's all right that, like, my arm doesn't go through the hole anymore. Like, it's okay, you know? And I was, like, sort of like, oh, you know, this is this is fine. This works, you know? And then all you hear is shh. So a whole part of the dress ripped. And it was literally, like, the white chicks moment that I joke about all the time. 
that happened except for a button popping off it was the side ripped rip and i was like what what has happened within this short amount of time that is quarantine but honestly i don't really know many people who fit into their junior prom attire like i'm lucky i honestly fit into it for as long as i did but it's just tough because peplums are so hard to find i one time went to the mall and if you don't know what a peplum is peplum is like a shirt or like a dress it can be a dress or a shirt variation that has like a ruffle right by the stomach so it covers any lumps my lumps my lumps my lumps check it out those are my lumps so um and don't check it out by the way so yeah that's what a peplum is and they're a lifesaver because it just it covers any you know any kind of blasphemous you know part of your body that you don't I mean like I'm fine but I mean it's just it's you know sometimes dresses it just goes right over your stomach and then it's like tough if you have if if your stomach is completely flat you're gonna see any kind of you know just any shape of your stomach and it's not a bad thing that's fine but I just don't I I love dresses that you know I just I feel more comfortable if something's not super tight and that allows for you know that area by your stomach not to be so tight so I'll never forget the one time well I used to wear a peplum in high school I had like a peplum like a skirt like a a pencil skirt and then a peplum top and then I started calling myself Hillary Clinton because that's what I look like I look like all business you know because she always wears like a you know that 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 lady probably goes swimming in a pantsuit you know she wakes up goes to sleep in a pantsuit so that's what I felt like I was but just like with the pencil skirt and the peplum and then I used to call myself Hillary Clinton and then everybody started calling me Hillary Clinton at school so scary woman scary scary woman and then what the hell was I even talking about oh yeah so the peplum I went I was trying to you know stock up on peplums and then I found out that there was a peplum outlet at my local my local mall and then I went that that th- that that area was completely shuttered completely shuttered like it's like they knew I was coming they had like the metal gates over it and peplums forever or peplums for you was closed indefinitely so I only have that one peplum and I have no clue where that is or the pencil skirt and the dress that was a peplum doesn't fit anymore so I'm SOL if some kind of event happens I'm just gonna I'm just gonna not go I don't (laughs) I mean I will yeah but I'm just gonna have to find some more clothes and it's really tough during quarantine because you can't try anything on so I'm not gonna go home you know looking like a two pounds of bologna in a half pound bag it's not gonna happen but I definitely have to go dress shopping shop dress dress shopping soon for shizzle my nizzle snoop that reminds me of this one travesty that happened like if if my life was going to be in the history books it would have been for this moment like how wars are in the history book like this would have been in it so one time I went to forever 21 and that's always a horror story if I have to start the sentence with I went to forever 21 because if you're anything but a size small those clothes are that's like an obstacle course trying to get into those clothes for me at least so I went and I was also I was I think I was that was the time I was looking for that junior prom dress and I went with my sister to forever to forever 21 and I put on a dress I was putting on a dress I didn't put on the dress and it was over my head 
and I was pulling it down because you know you always think you know you get your head in there it's fine like if you pull it down a little bit more maybe it'll just fit so I was pulling it down pulling it down pulling it down and then the button flies off and hits the mirror just like in white chicks that was always one of my biggest fears and it happened so that happened and it was allowed so I thought they're gonna come knocking on my door like hey ma'am you gotta buy that because you know what are you doing in there so I was pulling it down because then I got really nervous and couldn't breathe because first of all like the top's not even over my head so I couldn't breathe and then I was like running back and forth like in the in the changing room trying to get the armholes on a hook so I could like wiggle out of it and the hooks could hold up the top while I get out of it because I was like suffocating myself almost and then so not only did the button pop off and that was awful that was just an awful sight to see and then I was running around trying to freaking I was like a giraffe you know being in an enclosed space I was trying to get it off and then I was able like my hands were like against my body because they weren't through the armholes so I had to like bend down and pick up my phone so I could call my sister and thank god I got a hold of her because usually don't get signal and I called her and I I was like you know Nikki you know please come help me I couldn't even like hear what she was saying and I was like please you know I hope she comes and get me gets me and then she was knocking on the door and I like jumped so my body could hit the door to open it and she came in and she saved my life but I was really like I was one of those like Chinese finger traps that's what it was like getting me out of there and it was awful and it was scarring and that's why I hate shopping and hate going to the mall because things like that happen and it should have never happened that way and it did but thank god thank god I got help because it was a close one it was a close one I was in a really serious predicament like that thing was not going down and it was not going up and my hands were completely incapable of doing anything. So that was, you know, one of my near-deathers. But I'm happy that I'm here to talk about it. That I'm here to share the story. And hopefully my story helps others. So I just, you know, I, I personally wouldn't get maybe one or maybe two sizes too small at Forever 21. And just hope for the best. Because the best cannot end well. And it didn't for me. Let's get into some topical things here. And before I get into that, I just want to say this podcast is open to whatever. So if you know me or you don't know me and you want to hear about something on the show, drop it wherever. I read the comments on YouTube. I read the comments on Apple Podcasts. So if there's anything that you want me to discuss or anything, if you have any kind of feedback on the show, hit me because there's no rules in this podcast. There's no speed limits. So I'm going to talk about some things that are going on. And I read that there is going to be a COVID-19 vaccine free for all Americans in 2021. That's great. But when are the buffets coming back? When is that going to happen? Because I have a sad feeling that they're never coming back. It's done. Buffets are done. Those are going to be things that you tell your grandkids about. And they'll be like, what's a buffet? I never heard of that. All They're only going to know Jimmy Buffett. That's all they're going to know. They're not going to know what a buffet is. And that's some sad shit. So, no, but thank God for that. You know, but I, I've been really into conspiracy theories lately. So, I've been reading into that. 
and just not that anything's going to happen, but it's just scary that like things can happen with a vaccine and that can be widespread. So that's, that's pretty scary. And I don't want to be like the test dummy for it. That's for sure. Cause I'm not like an anti-vaxxer. I don't like, I'm on the other side of that, to be honest. Like I'm, I'm for it for myself. So yeah, that, that's my stance on it, but it's, just we have so little information about covid and so many things are being thrown around like you can get it by this happening or by this or i almost lost my voice there but there's just so little information and the last thing i want to do is like inject something into my body right away because like i said i'm for it but i just i don't want to be like oh you know let's let's try this you know and and they're gonna have me in there getting pricked I, i just don't maybe i'll give it some time before you know they're hitting me with it but I mean I I guess it has to be checked before but just something to think about because with this world you can't take anything for face value you got to do your research because there's always something happening in the background especially when it comes to politics in Hollywood so back to what I was saying but yeah and I'm supposed to go on a cruise in November because there's no refunds so best believe my ass is going on that cruise ship so you know if there's no there's no refunds so if they cancel it we're getting our money back but if they don't cancel it i'm going i'm going to it's florida and then a secret island in florida and then the the bahamas so it's really exciting but i hope things you know, make a wide turn by then, because if things are like this, it's just not going to be a vacation. It's going to be more like a horror movie than a vacation. So, but yeah, that's interesting. And I don't know how they're going to check if you, like, they can check your temperature or check your records, but they didn't even mention that. So they're not going to check your records. What if somebody starts developing COVID when we're in the Bahamas. What, are they going to not let them on the boat? It's just, I don't see how that can possibly happen. So I think it's going to get canceled, to be honest with you, because I just don't see how that's going to happen. But we will, in fact, be test dummies when we go. So that'll be really interesting. And all we could do is hope for the best. And I don't know how they're going to do pool time. You know, I'm just thinking about all that. But food, you know, the buffets are done. Rest in peace to buffets. And honestly, like, I love them. Don't get me wrong. I love buffets because you can eat all you want. But they're really not sanitary. Like, you know, people drop chicken nuggets and put it back and kids are like licking their fingers and then touching the the spaghetti or, you know, people are sneezing and coughing and it's like, oh, well, that happened, you know? So, I mean, it's not really safe anyway. And if they can do a thing where you pay buffet price and then you just keep ordering, I'll get that chicken cutlet, I'll get the spaghetti and I'll get some mashed potatoes and you just keep ordering it, that's fine. You know, it'll be a little weird because, you know, might get a little judgmental. Like, that's your 30th plate. That's your eighth plate, ma'am, of potatoes. Are you sure? But I guess that's the only way that they can move forward. But I just hope that buffets don't become exist. Exink. I said exist, and then I said exink. Like, that's even a word. So, what was I talking about? Oh, I want buffets to exist. But, I mean, if they can do it in a cleaner, more sufficient way, I'm all for it. But I just hope that, you know, they don't get rid of that pay one price, eat all you want kind of thing. You know, because it's, that's like what, this is what dreams are made of. Hey now, hey now. That's what it's like. So, 
you know, do that, it's like a part of me dies slowly, you know, that my kids won't know the face. That's the saddest part about it, I think. That's the saddest part. <laughs> in other news, The Rock is the highest paid actor for the second year in a row with $87.5 million salary a year. And I'm over here making 10 bob a week. Like, literally 10 bob a week. I'm making shekels. Not even American currency. I'm making shekels. Like, for what? For wearing a toupee in Jumanji? It's all, or, or it's, you know, it's probably all those Fast and Furious movies. Sorry, that's definitely Vin Diesel. I got my bald guys mixed up. That's the wrong bald guy, everybody. Wrong bald guy. And don't get me started on those Fast and Furious movies. You know what? It's too late. It's too late because I'm gonna talk about it. Who's ready for the rant? First of all, there's like 87 of them. And the last time I saw a commercial for Fast and Furious 95, the latest one, Vin Diesel, I kid you not, was catching a car. He was on top of a vehicle and one flipped over and he stopped it with his bare hands. So what? Now he's all of a sudden... 39 and a half movies have passed and now he's superhuman he can catch a car are you serious and i could see if this took place in like a mythical place like narnia or west arrows or some shit like that it doesn't he's in america or japan or china or hong kong or wherever else they film those movies because i swear it's only those places so not only is he catching cars now but then there's a scene where he's hanging out of a helicopter so he's hanging out of the helicopter with one hand and then he's, with the other hand, he's holding a rope that's holding a vehicle. That's not humanly possible. Even for those guys who move the cars that you see on TV sometimes, that they'll push the car forward. Or the trucks, I mean, because that's more crazy. But I don't care how strong Vin Diesel is. It's not happening. You know, at this point, they should just do a Fast and Furious crossover with the Avengers because now they're not even human anymore. They're superhuman. So put Vin Diesel in. Could be the guy who moves cars. Could be like the repo man, but he doesn't need any equipment. Just just his arms, apparently. You know what would be, you know be so much more interesting? Just give them shitty busted cars. Give them like cars from like, give them like a 2000 like Toyota Camry or something. Or give them, like, even further back. Give them, like, the 1920s, like, you have to, like, light the car on fire and then push it forward for it to start. Do that. And then that's fun. That's interesting, at least. It's it's historical. You can learn from it. And that's fun, seeing that. You know, have them driving around in my 2009 Honda Fit, blessing Taylor Swift, and dodging gunshots. Doesn't that, doesn't that sound much more fun, enjoyable, and somewhat realistic? You know, that's my life. They should just film me driving around in Elizabeth, New Jersey with my 2009 Honda Fit, dodging gunshots, and playing, uh-huh, that's my shit. All the girls in the bean like this. Few times I've been around that track, so it's not just gonna be done like that, cause I ain't no hollaback girl. I swear, I only knew one person who loved that, loved those movies, and this man literally wore jeans to sleep, so that says a lot. But I digress. I'm actually very excited about this next part of the show. And this is the first time I'll be answering questions from listeners of the show, a.k.a. my cousins. That's what I'm going to start calling the following. Well, I've been calling the following that. But, yep, we got some questions from listeners, so I'm super excited about that. And questions or topics. 
I threw it out on my Instagram and people got back to me. So if you don't follow the Instagram, my podcast Instagram is Misadventures Podcast. And then my personal Instagram is Mary Grace Sopran. And also, if you don't have social media, you can just email me at misadventureswmg at gmail.com. And that's my sister taking photos, taking selfies of herself in the background. But yeah, if you have any questions, any topics, send it to the Gmail because I'm going to be checking that. And I would love to just have feedback and anything that you want to hear me speak about, I'm excited to do so. So the first topic was Instagram hackers. And that that topic came from Cousin Mikey. Shout out to Cousin Mikey. I just think, I think there's levels of like hacking. Like, are you hacking just to see what's on somebody's page? Or are you hacking to destroy somebody's image? And those are two totally different things. Like my cousin... This was awesome, actually. I thought this was fantastic. My my actual cousin. She one day was going on her Instagram and she was like, what is this? And it was an Asian man as her profile photo. And he didn't post anything. He just changed the photo, which was amazing. And if you're going to hack somebody's account, then do that. Like, at least make it funny. At least make it funny. Like, Cousin Mikey told me that somebody made another account with his name and then used a photo of him and his child. Like, that's just grimy. Like, that's just, like, not okay. And what are you doing? Like, just, if you're a hacker, get your information and leave. Why are you doing all that? But yeah, if I ever start hacking people's accounts, if I, you know, gain the knowledge on that, I'm just going to change everyone's profile photo to a middle-aged Asian man. And nothing else. Like, I don't want your information. I don't want to message your ex-boyfriend. I just... I just want to have fun. And I think that would be fun. And then I had a question from Cousin Erica. And the question is... What are the scariest and weirdest moments that have happened to you? Off the top of my head... Scariest would probably be the time that I went snowboarding. And I was never taught how to stop. So I was going like 50 miles per hour... And then crash landed. I heard every bone in my body crack. I saw myself third person. And I saw mist come out of my body. So I'm presuming that was part of my soul. Go into the Alps. Weirdest moment was that one time I saw my doppelganger at the Linden Lanes bowling alley. Like literally I thought I was looking at myself. And it was the craziest thing in my life. And my family, like, even went up to this girl and thought it was me by accident. So, that is one for the books. And it makes you think, you know, how many people are in this world that look exactly like me but just don't speak the language I speak? And, well, honestly, are just totally different people. What am I talking about? Just the language. They're just, they look exactly like you and they're out there because I've seen it. So, do you look like them or do they look like you? It's like the chicken and the egg question. I would just love to get everybody who looks like me and just put them together and call it a merry party and just see what would happen. I think that would be amazing. And I think about that a lot. Maybe more than I really should, to be honest with you. And the snowboarding story was part of my top 10. So if you haven't listened, I'm going to go plug that and go listen to that now so you can hear that entire story. 
And this is a really great question because honestly, I have a lot of scary and weird moments that have happened to me in my life. Some of it was covered in the top 10, but that's like a daily thing for me. So that question is going to always be on the table. And if more things happen, I'll bring it up. Next question. Cousin Maraid, the Maraid Parade, has asked, what is the worst food to bring to a party? This is a good one. Very simple answer. Anything healthy. What is this, a party or a funeral? Like, if you're bringing salad to my party, just get the fuck out. Just get the fuck out. Like, just leave. I'd rather you bring nothing. To be dead honest with you, I'd, especially if it doesn't have Caesar dressing on it. Because the only way salad is edible is with dressing. I'm sorry, because then you're eating straight up leaves. I, I can't do it. I like fruit salad, though. I do like fruit salad. You know, but salad's like, it's not a fun food. If I'm forced, I'll eat it. You know, if they give it to you with some kind of meal, if you're at a party, I guess I'll eat that. But I'll never order that for fun. That's never something I'll order for fun and choose to eat. Only Caesar if I'm attempting to be on a diet. But that's a stretch. Cousin Alex has asked, what is the proudest or most proudest moments of your life? This is another question that I think is like an ever-evolving question, like the weirdest and scariest moments, because I think there's a lot more of those times to come. And also I can't think of everything but what comes to mind is really pushing myself at William Patterson when I got to college it's like all the firsts of comedy for me like the first time I did stand-up the first time I did sketch the first time I did improv the first time I did acting because I did all of that when I got to my four year and I've never done any of that before so I'm really proud of myself for motivating myself to do it getting myself out there working hard staying passionate. I'm just, I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed. And those are some of my happiest moments because those are things I've only dreamt of doing as a child and never had the opportunity to and didn't even know I could really do those things. So to do it when I got to school and to be relentless in the pursuit of what I want. I did radio. I'm just, I'm just really proud because some of those times were really scary and I was nervous and all of it was brand new to me. But just that I kept going. I'm really proud of myself for that, for sure. And I'm proud to be an older sister. Uh, I love, you know, trying to set a good example for my little sister, for my little brother. I'm proud of being a good friend. I just, I'm proud of myself for just trying every day, trying to be the best person I can be. And I just hope one day I make a difference in this world in a positive way. And that's the goal. That's the dream. And that question really got me in my feelings. And I'm proud of you too. I'm proud of anybody out there trying to do their best, trying to be a good person, trying to do right by themselves and right by their family. And that's what this life's about. Character is everything. Cousin Shanae asked, if you could pick up and live anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? That's also a really, really, really good question that had me thinking. (laughs) I have multiple for this. I love Greenpoint, New York. That's where my dad grew up and it's such a beautiful neighborhood and it's really happening there. Like it's such a great place for like culture and music and art. And I just think it's a really beautiful place And I wouldn't mind living there one day. LA is also a place I've always wanted to live ever since I was little. 
I even tell people, hey, like, I'm going to live there one day. I, even, like, not for the rest of my life. I would just love to live there for some time. I would love to check out the comedy scene. And it's just so beautiful there. I've been there four or five times in my life. It's so beautiful. The weather. Just the, the scenery. Nature is beautiful there. I just feel like it's a slower pace over there. And I would just love to really explore the comedy scene. So that is definitely on my list. And one day, it will happen. It will happen. But if I had to choose places, like, out of the United States, I went to Turks and Caicos once on a cruise when I was little, and that was, like, calendar photos. Like, that's how beautiful that is. You see schools of fish swimming around, um, stingrays. It's just like, like in Spongebob when they have the palm tree coming out of the island. It's so picturesque, so beautiful. I don't know about live there because I only went to like the resort area, but I, I would love to stay there for some time too. And that I can imagine that's a totally different pace from here because it's just all, you know, centered around nature and no one am I talking about. I don't know. I went to the resort. So, I mean, they definitely have cities and stuff like that. What am I even, what am I talking about here? But it, it's beautiful there and I wouldn't mind staying there for some time. Hawaii, I've never been. But I would love to give it a shot and stay there for some time. It's so beautiful. And just also really just take in nature. Get away from the hustle and bustle. And just really be appreciative and feel one with nature. And feel present. Like, that, that's that's also the goal just in my life is just to feel present. And UK. Even though I hear, I hear it's very expensive there. I just know that they have just... I would love to check out a bunch of... You know, a bunch of my favorite musicians are from there. Amy Winehouse, really, that's my favorite of all time, and I would just love to be around that area where she was, where she grew up, where she played music, and there's just so much I want to see there, like, music-wise, history-wise, and there's just so much to explore, and that's on my bucket list to go there, so I don't think I would mind living there either, and then I could pick up a little bit of an accent, you know what I'm talking about, and talk to people like that and see if they know that I'm British or not. That I'm just American, just pretend to be British, you know, in it, in it, in it pretty funny. But, yep, that would be, that would be pretty amazing and I would love it. I would love to explore, go to the River Thames. I would love that. And I would love to hang out in a flat, go to a pub, drink a cold one. I don't know, I don't know what they call beers or anything there, so I said cold one. Such an, uh, such an American saying there, a cold one. I don't know who else says that, but yeah, I, that was a, that was an awesome question. And I want to say thank you to everyone who submitted a question or a topic. I love that. I love being able to know what you guys want to hear. And like I said, this podcast, I'm open to anything. I want to be able to talk about anything. And I'm just so happy that, you know, people were receptive to the questions. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to everyone who gave me a question. I appreciate you so much. And for all of my cousins listening, I appreciate it. I love you guys. Before I leave, though, I do want to mention that today I'm leaving for a trip to Wildwood with some friends. So, Schwildwood. So, that's... There's something crazy or something funny bound to happen. That's just my life. I can't help it. I track those things. But yes, I will definitely be speaking on that on the next podcast episode. Schwildwood. It won't be all about Schwildwood, but I'll definitely speak on it and give you guys the update on that. But until then, peace and love always, and I'll catch you next week, cousins. Ha, ha, ha.